guys, welcome to the New Native Podcast, the podcast that is reaching and speaking to the African-American voice in the disciple-making movement in America. I think that's, not only is that possible, that's that's what we got to do now. I mean, we, we just can't, we can't turn our back on our moment. This is your moment more than mine. Oh, praise God. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can kind of say that, you know, we had our moment, we tried to speak into it. I think, I think my own life response to, 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 to brokenness and, and to fear and disenfranchisement was trying to create a, a seminary system that would appeal to people who ain't got no money, who love Christ with all their heart, and yet their backgrounds are all messed up. Nobody's going to take them seriously. Look, I believe in the Holy Spirit. I do. And that means I have to radically engage the people from below. And expect, look, it, it's a truth to me that God has chosen the poor to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom. That's not just vacation Bible school stuff. That's, that's, what, that's the way God describes himself. I just want to be true to that now. We're going to move on to the next question. I know there's so much. You're, you're speaking prophetically to our generation. But, Dr. Don, was there a life-changing moment in those times in history for you? Yeah, undoubtedly. There was a moment. Uh, uh, I went to a school that was uh, all uh, – I, I was a part of one the first, genera- first generation that went cross busing and it was it was violent and crazy they 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 cross bus in our town uh roughly 300 blacks into a high school of nearly 3500 and the whole school this will be hard for you to believe but the whole school was built on the on the confederate theme it was it was wichita high school south the whole school was built on confederacy all the all the all the student Unions and everything were named after Confederate. It was themed on the South. Oh my God! And and we we were cross, but now in that in that context, when you bring three hundred blacks, who have essentially my whole world was black until nineteen sixty nine. I was the only white people I ever. Hello, man. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. It was Dixie, if you can believe it. <laughs> our fight, our, our, our rebel, rebel flag. Uh, the, the, the most, one of the most life-changing moments in my life. Uh, I was trying to maneuver doing a ride on the uh, that was at my school, and our school was all on one level. We took care of people who were uh, handicapped, and and uh, I saw I saw a bunch of my friends beat bloody a, a little handicapped boy uh, who was and my friend. I mean, these are guys I rode the bus with. I saw them just beat him to just senselessness. And I determined right then, I'm not lying, in that riot, I determined I will never be like that. For whatever this 
But whoever I am going to be as a man, I am never going to not stand up for people who are vulnerable, who are weak, who are small, who 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 are or be hurt. That 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 incident has shaped my whole public life. I mean, I I, I it, it was so unjust and so cruel, and 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 frankly, they were they were they were my brother. They were the people I grew up with. I just determined I didn't want to be like that. And I've tried to be true to them. I've tried to I've tried to live for 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 you know. I, I've I've just I've just tried to be true to do everything that I could to represent Christ in a way that can sort of go beyond all of his fears. But that that was a moment. That moment. Yeah. That moment. Uh, I've never forgotten. Mm, that's powerful. Uh, our last question is: What do you believe God's heart? Uh, what do you believe God's heart for justice is for this generation? Yeah, I, I think that's that. That is that is an appropriate final question. I think God's heart uh, for justice is the same for this generation as it has been for any generation. I think I think our God has been true. He said that he said that to the thing he requires of us is to love justice, to to, to love mercy, to do justly, and to walk humbly with our God. Micah six eight. God has always wanted his people not simply to be doctrinally true or to be religiously faithful or to, or to just the mechanics of religion. He's always wanted us to flesh out to real people, usually the ones on the bottom. That's the way we prove that we we know and love our God. To turn to turn our back on the on the broken and the small and the weak and 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 the disenfranchised, the people who are most vulnerable. I mean, the people who live under bridges and in cracks, who smell like pee. And, you know, they're, they're, I mean, the, the broken, the off scourging of our societies, that's the real true measure of who we are. Uh, it's it's not. It's, look, God ain't changed. I'll, I'll, I'll answer your question shortly. I mean, in a short way. God has not changed. He's always said, you want to demonstrate what, what, what real allegiance to me is? Then prove it in the way you, you treat widows and orphans and people on the bottom, the poor. And, 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 and the, the, the offscourge. But that is that's the great challenge for your generation. Or can 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 you can you rediscover that mandate and then begin to flesh that out tangibly um, in, in, in in our churches, you know, uh, in our podcast. <laughs> Quite literally. I mean can can we can we just can we affirm that 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 our God is God and that he's never changed. He's still fighting for the broken and, and the lost. Uh, you know, he cares for the, for the needy and the, and the neglected. This is, this is his plain will. The real challenge for us is whether or not we're going to step into it with, 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 with courage and with creativity, with boldness. Are we, going, are we willing to do that? I think that's the challenge. It's to That's rediscover true. that 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 ancient commitment and to flesh it out in practical, new, fresh ways now. Yeah. So a lot of people have been talking about how 
there's been a transition in in the culture of of this generation of how people are not leading like Malcolm, but the, uh, they're leading like Malcolm and not like Martin. Mm-hmm. And you, and you, you're black and human, which is I've been reading, which is amazing. What would you say if you had one last thing to say to this generation? Uh, because I think when I watch Selma, mm-hmm. I know yeah. the stories that they weren't as opposed as the media would like. That's to exactly. That's precisely correct. Yeah, and so uh, if there was somebody who could lead like Malcolm and Martin, what would you think that would look like? Yeah, I think I think that you are are, are identifying something really important. I would say the thing that we need to be careful uh, when people sort of sort of say when when they when they will use labels and and schools of thought and stuff like that to isolate fundamental responses. Uh, uh, that both both that were thoughtful, uh, that sought to be credible, and and really sought to engage for the goodwill of people. Malcolm, Malcolm, and 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 Martin, you're exactly right. Uh, uh, if if they had lived longer, I have little doubt at all that they would they would have linked up in some fundamental way to articulate. Uh, a, a philosophy, a, a sociology, a, a political reality that would that would affirm uh, that that all human beings matter, but black lives matter too. And quite honestly, that is that is that has always been the, the peculiar American problem. Uh, sometimes you get people who want to just they want to they want to use either Malcolm or Martin. Uh, as as the key proponents of their own sort of uh, uh, ideology, they want to they want to say, well, you know, Martin Martin was against all people. No, that's not true. I mean, if they really followed him and studied his thought, or, or they want to say that King King was oblivious to color. That is the absolute untruth. I mean, King was utterly uh, uh, both of them. I would say to use King's language, Malcolm. And Martin were completely aware of the importance of the somebodiness of a human being. You never ever mistreat a human being. Every human being should be fed and have good housing. I don't care what their moral stance is or what their religious confession. We should do everything we can to protect and strengthen and and bless every human being who is made in the image of God, who is the object of His love. Look, both of those guys agree on that. They were moving toward that. And and I think that's the great, that's the thing we can't let anybody do. We can't let people just use ideology and their own ideas to sort of split what a biblical, radical, prophetic kingdom orientation should be. And in my mind, that means that every single person, I don't care who they are, I don't care where they're from or what has happened to them, they deserve to be loved and, loved and protected and cared for. They should be blessed, and and, and look that that's a radical view. It means that if we if if you jump into that, uh, look, it's not going to be easy. You can't you can't just just choose sides. You can't just say I'm with Martin or I'm with I'm with Malcolm. You're you're gonna you can't just be Republican or Democrat. You just can't be one way or the other. You have to go into an issue and you have to think Christianly, as my chaplain at Wheaton used to say. You have to figure it out. You have to wrestle with it. 
And, and in the end, you've got to let God's kingdom uh, priorities rule. This, this, it, look, we, we, if we want to be truly revolutionary pastors, I mean, we're going to have to be clear biblically. That means we're going to have to put our thinking caps on it. I'm not talking about rationalism. I'm not talking about individualism and pragmatism. I'm not talking about just nuclear family and some of the little eddies we get on. There's a handful of little ethical issues that Christians are supposed to be thinking about. That's not it. That won't do. Christians are Christians to 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 pray your kingdom come, your will be done, demands that we engage on everything. And we represent Christ the best we can. It doesn't mean that we're right, but it certainly does mean that we're engaged. And I'd much rather be engaged than being right all the time. I don't know God. I've got to discover what God wants, but it means that, that I can't be a person on the sideline. I can't I can't confess faith in Christ and then just pretend that I can do anything I want. I, that that ain't gonna do. That's good. That's good. Well, I don't want to I, I don't want this to end, but we gotta end every week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean getting the space with Dr. Don is uh, I just my my soul and my heart are just leaping with just going through thoughts and processes uh, of the things that you're saying, like unpacking them right now in this space is just like, man, it is, it's powerful. Like what you're saying. Uh, I want to remember the the older brother's name. Yo, my, my older brother is Cottrell. Cottrell. You know that my brother, who was a Muslim all those years, was filled with hate. Uh, real hate for white people and could articulate good reasons why. He really believed in his heart that the, that the, most of the mystery in the Western world was caused directly by people who were Caucasian. And, and we would argue about that. But did you know that the last 12 days of his life, he got deathly ill and on, on, a, on, a, on, on a bed that he would never rise from, he professed faith in Jesus uh, 12 days before he died. Uh, I'll never forget when 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 I was talking to him during that time, and I've never I've never seen a person who is a cultivated, brilliant, articulate young Nubian brother who just Jesus, he met Jesus in Nazareth and changed his whole life. I mean, I, 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 in twelve days he was like a different person. Uh, that wow. was the most encouraging thing that has ever happened in my whole life. Is seeing my brother, my 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 my, my Nubian uh, Farrakhan brother, uh, <laughs> Elijah Muhammad brother, come to Jesus of Nazareth and see him transformed by the blood of Christ in twelve days before he went home to be with the Lord. Uh, I I I'm, I I I can bear witness to the same power, the prophetic power, the kingdom power of Jesus of Nazareth yeah. in my own family, my own brother Cottrell. Cottrell Lee. Well, we, we we all called him Kachi. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's amazing. That's what we call him, Kachi. Kachi is in the presence of the Lord after all those years. I'm trying to figure out why why the world had just fallen on him because he was black. So, Dr. Don, if anybody wants to connect with Toomey, What's the best way for them to connect? Uh, yeah, yeah. There, there, there are very practical ways. They can go to our website, 
www.tumi.org. Uh, uh, you can hear about us too at our, our, our worldimpact.org as well, the, our parent organization. Uh, if you go there, there's all sorts of contact information. You can see the kind of things that we offer to our churches and church ministry networks and and um, and you'll see and, and a, a lot of the things that we have written and produced are available there. Um, we, we've written dozens and dozens of resources on the sort of issues we've been talking about in the past on this. And then for those who are listening, you can also purchase Dr. Don's music as well. I know he's on a couple of albums. So yeah, I've heard him slap the bass pretty well. So <laughs> he ain't playing. <laughs> He ain't playing y'all, so. Uh, that's, that's fun. I, 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 honestly, uh, the, the Lord puts a new song in your heart. You might as well tap it out, tap it out. <laughs> that's good. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to uh, Dr. Don Davis. Uh, definitely sharing some some real-life experiences and how God can move uh, definitely in our generation. Uh, we believe in the African proverb that we stand on the shoulders of our ancestors. Uh, and we live, believe in Proverbs. Don't forget the ancient landmarks that have been set before you. Uh, so, Father, we just uh, we just thank you for all for listening. And we just ask that uh, you can listen to this over and over. Let this unpack, especially about how Dr. Zen said we are we are to engage in this moment. Uh, so, uh, Dr. Don, we thank you. And we thank really you. Your time. Thank you, Pastor. You bet. All right. Sign okay. off, guys. Thank you for joining us. Uh-huh.